This is the Oz Pub Rock Show with Lachlan Hulley. This week on the Oz Pub Rock Show, I'm chatting with Goal 104.3 radio host Gavin Miller. G'day, Lachlan. How are you, mate? Good, thank you, mate. Uh, Gavin, you've been in the radio industry since the age of 15. How did that all come about? Well, um, I started when I was in school, so I did work experience is the is, is the short answer to that question. I did work experience when I was at year 10, and uh, I grew up in, in Bathurst in New South Wales, um, which is a, um, a small enough town that um, uh, I was able to get a job uh, at the local radio station. Uh, it certainly would have happened in Sydney if I'd have grown up in Sydney, so it was a big advantage for me growing up in the country. Um, and I started doing Midnight to Dawn uh, when I was 15 and still in year 10. So I used to finish school on a Friday, go home, and I was supposed to go home and have a nap, but I was always too excited about being on the radio that night to have a nap. And, um, and yeah, so um, the be- I'll tell you, Lachlan, the best thing for me was um, I used to get bullied a lot in school, but as soon I as I started on the radio, as soon as I started on the radio, they didn't bully me anymore. They That's asked good. for song requests instead. Yeah, they wanted uh, song requests yes. instead. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Radio has taken you all around the country during that time. Who have been some of your favourite interviews within the Ozpub rock scene? Right. Um, wow. There's been a lot, actually. There's, there's, there's a whole sort of community of Australian artists who, to this day, are really good to chat to. I think Daryl Braithwaite's great to chat to. Uh, Mark Seymour's terrific. Ross Wilson is terrific. Uh, Vicar and Linda Bull. Um, there's just a, a whole sort of bunch of these artists who, you know, I've been lucky enough to speak to several times over the years, and uh, and 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 they're all really interesting people with great stories to tell. But probably my favourite one ever, Lachlan, and you'll um, relate to how exciting this was for me was the day I got to interview uh, Michael Hutchins when I was over. Wow, well, that was pretty cool. Hutch, that was pretty cool. Hutch, yeah, Hutch, Hutchy, uh, yeah. Wow, I was far too. I was. I wasn't born during um, in excess's twenty for first twenty year reign in um in Australia and around the world. But um, I became a massive fan of ours when I was seventeen, and it was ironically yeah. their twentieth, the twentieth anniversary of his passing, which was um quite um poignant. Is, is that the right word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the no, right I word. Agree. Yeah. I agree. Can yeah, I just say it's really good? It's really good. I'm really happy to hear that you're actually going back and listening to music from before you were born. Yes. I think that's a really, really good thing because, you know, maybe I'm biased and I do work for a radio station <laughs> called Gold, but I'm convinced that the best music was made in the 60s, 70s and 80s and that there's very little stuff that I hear now that actually works for me as well as a lot of that sort of early stuff. is. So I wasn't born when the Beatles were um, around. Um, I was born in 1972. The Beatles have been split up for two years. So similar to you with NXS, you know, I was going back and listening to music from before I was born, and it's great stuff. Yeah. Um, probably, would you also probably also say, also a bit probably 90s as well? Would that Absolutely. Be, yeah. 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 And, and you know what? I still, I still do find good uh, music now. I still go searching for it. I'm still really interested in it. But um, oh, sometimes for me, if I'm going to relax, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to the yeah, 70s, 80s and 90s for sure. Yep. Um, now, I'm a huge In Excess and ACDC fan. 
Did you ever yeah. get the chance to see on on stage? You ready for this? I've yes. seen them both. Wow. I've seen them both. And I've interv- I told you I interviewed Michael Hutchins. I also had a Zoom interview with Angus Young last year. So I that was exciting for me too. And I actually recorded that one at home here, Lachlan, because wow. of COVID. I've been doing most of my work here at, uh, at home. And uh, I'm in a two-bedroom apartment in the city in Melbourne. And with all the internet and all the little um, tricks and probably some of the very similar equipment to what you're talking into right now, yep. um, I was actually able to record the Angus Young interview at home. Um, but the, in terms of the actual concerts, uh, I, I saw ACDC in an arena, um, and that was that was massive. But um, in excess, I actually got to see in um, at Metropolis, which is kind of a well, it's Metropolis nightclub, but it's more of a kind of pub environment. So I saw in excess, basically in a pub over in Fremantle in 1993. So were you born yet in 1993? Uh, 1999. So I, I was the waiter on. Right. So you were you were just being cooked up at the time, but yeah, I was over in Perth at the time, and uh, that was one of the great gigs I've ever seen. Just to see a band as massive as In Excess in such a small, sweaty environment. You know, this is back when we used to like being close to each other in sweaty environments before COVID. It was awesome. It was just awesome. Yep. Um, any memories from the eighties and nineties Oz pub rock scene that you were willing to share? Well, my first sort of experience of going and seeing rock and roll music in, in pubs was actually in my hometown of Bathurst. So when I um, left school, um, halfway through year 11, I left school because I got offered a full-time job uh, at 2BS, and, uh, which I'm still really appreciative of, and that they gave me my start. And so we used to, uh, myself and a few of the people we used to work with, used to go down to the, uh, the commercial hotel, uh, the pub just down the road from 2BS and George Street, Bathurst. And um, and go and see the bands that were on there. And there used to be a band called the Mad Arabs that used to play uh, at the pub in Bathurst on a Friday night. And I don't think they ever left Bathurst. I don't think they ever had a huge career. And frankly, I don't think you could actually name a band that now and get away with it. But yeah, back in the day, back in the day, I used to really enjoy going and seeing the Mad Arabs at the uh, at the commercial hotel in downtown Bathurst. So yep. there you go. Yeah. So uh, no no chance of a, of, a, of a of a band coming out called the Mad Christians, I might add. No, I don't think so, mate. I don't think so. Good point. When you had your on-air radio gigs around the country, what were some of your favourite pubs or live venues that you recorded from? Right. Good question. Let me think. What was the name of the place in Brisbane where I saw Hole, Courtney Loves Band? I think it was called The Roxy from memory, R-O-X-Y. I'm pretty sure that was the name of it. Um, if anyone from Brisbane hears this and I've got the name wrong, I'm sure they'll tell you what, what it was, but I'm pretty sure it was the Roxy. So the Roxy in Brisbane was great. And, uh, um, oh, gee, because I've been all over the place. So um, there's a couple of great pubs around the Scarborough area in Perth that I used to go to a lot. Uh, and there's another one called the Raffles, which is pretty famous over in Perth as well. Ah, uh, so, yes, the Raffles. <laughs> yes, yes. And you're an ACDC fan, so you probably yes, know that uh, that's the Bond Canning Bond Highway, Bond Highway to hell. That's it, mate. And Bon Scott used to hang out at um, at the Raffles a lot when he was still around. So yeah, uh, yeah. so there's great, there's really great venues just uh, all over the all, all around the country, and sometimes just those really. Um, uh, my comedian friend Kevin Bloody Wilson calls it. Uh, you need to the, the kind of venues you need to wipe your feet on the way out um, because some of them are pretty dirty, kind of mm. dingy venues. But that's yeah. okay. It's kind of part of the fun, you know. You're mm. drinking your lukewarm beer and enjoying some rock and roll. It's good. Yeah, 
Kevin Brady Wilson, Dewey Gaff. Mm. I won't repeat that on there, but that's another story. Um, uh, how did Operation Farnsey come about? Oh, you have done your research. I'm impressed. Okay, Operation Farnsey. Um, basically, it came about because I'd interviewed um, a lot of people in the Australian music business because of my job at Gold. But the one guy that you could never get, could always just politely say no to interviews, um, was John Farnham. And... Uh, I decided to write his manager, Glenn Wheatley, um, a note. And in that note, I um, I ended up reading the note out on air, actually. Uh, In the note, I said, uh, look, I know that John doesn't need to do interviews. Um, He's John Farnham. He doesn't need help selling tickets. But I'm a genuine fan. I'd really like to talk to him. And if you pass this message on, can I please ask that John do an interview? And I don't know what it was about that letter, or maybe he was just feeling generous that day, but two days later, John Farnham was on the phone. His manager lined it up. So that was the first radio interview John Farnham had done this um, this century to talk about his music. There's Ooh, a couple of other charity oh, things yeah. he'd done, but it was the first proper like music interview he'd done. And then when he had a charity gig to promote about a year and a half later, um, his management actually got in touch with us, and um, we got him on the phone again. So, yeah, Operation Farnsey came about. Um, it's a long answer to your question, but Operation Farnsey came about because I just wouldn't take no for an answer, Lachlan, and that's mm. something that I'm sure you'll, you'll do in your radio career is if someone yeah. says, no, that person's not doing interviews, keep trying. Don't take yeah. no for an answer. Ask, yeah. ask them the nicest possible way. Let them know that you're a genuine fan and that you're coming at it from a fan's perspective yep. and, you know, make yourself really hard to say no to. Yep. That's the trick. Yep. Uh, sadly, COVID has put a stop to live performances. Who did you last see on stage? Oh, great question. My last gig before COVID hit was uh, actually, no, come to think of it, I've seen, there's one show I've seen since COVID started. So the last gig I saw was um, Katie Barnes, uh, a country mm. show at the Prince, the Prince Band Room uh, in St Kilda. But before, the last big show I saw, the last big international show I saw before um, COVID hit was um, January um, 2020, and it was Elton John at Hanging Rock. Aha, uh-huh. yes, Elton John. Love Elton John. Loves me some Elton John, I do. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, so so it, was a, it was about the uh, sixth time, I think, I've seen Elton John live over the wow. years. Wow. And, and that was the best show ever because Hanging Rock is just, if ever you get the chance to go see a live show at Hanging Rock, do it. It's an amazing, amazing venue. Yeah, really Were there cool. any people hanging from the rock or anything or not? No, no, the rock's pretty massive. It's like this huge kind of cliff behind where Elton's playing and it was just great. Just the weather was perfect and when you're at an outdoor gig, you don't want the, there to be too much wind because if there's too much wind, the sound gets sort of thrown around everywhere. So it was yep. nice, nice and calm. So it sounded great. It looked great. And, um, and Elton is... Uh, I, I love Elton's... Um, uh, 70s catalogue. I think he's also done great stuff in the 80s and 90s and continues to do good stuff today. But for me, um, uh, when it comes to Elton John shows, um, I love the the, the the much older stuff that he does. And that Fairway Little Big Road Tour, he really dived into his catalogue. So, for example, yeah. remember he started with Benny and the Jets, which obviously most people would know, but the second song he played was an obscure album track from the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road album called All the Girls Love Alice, which... Half the crowd was just standing there going, what is this song? And I was just going out of my mind. I was so excited that he was playing that stuff. And, you know, other sort of more obscure songs like Leave On, for example, which is uh, from now on, he's called Mad Mad Across the Water. So that's my favourite song of all time. So I got to see him do that. So, yeah, my, my last show, my last big gig before COVID, it was uh, one of the best shows I've ever seen ever. So I'm lucky mm. in that respect. Mm. 
What, what about you? What's the best show you've ever seen? What's your favourite live concert you've seen so far? Oh, far out. Probably got on the spot there, but uh, not not many. But I have seen a few good um, shows. I've saw I saw um, saw Rose Tattoo once. That was at the Chelsea Heights Hotel. That was a that was a pretty wild night. That was um, next to me. Uh, in, I was uh, so one side of me was um, was just fans and punters. The other side of me was uh, bikers and going, oh yes, this is a. This could be uh this could be a heaven or hell. Which one do you want? But um, well, I'm glad you I'm glad you survived it. Because the thing is, too, you know, you, you're talking about pub rock, and I know some of the shows I've talked about are big sort of stadium shows. But I think the spirit remains the same, and I think that yeah. um, these acts that that learnt, you know, including big acts like ACDC and Elton John, they all learnt their craft, um, and in pubs, yep. in pubs, in, yep. in in various parts of the world. And if yep. they hadn't spent the time, even the Beatles did all that time in Hamburg, you know, learning their craft in yep. in, in small packed bars. If, if they don't spend the time doing the work in the pubs, then they're never going to be ready for the main stage. The yeah. whole pub rock thing is absolutely the lifeblood of, um, of, of future touring. And that's, you know, why I think it's really good that you're you're talking about it, Lachlan, because yeah. I think it's really important. And it's also really fun to talk about because for me in lockdown in Melbourne, it's just fun to talk about leaving the house. Yep, yep. I've seen, <laughs> <sighs> I've seen John Stevens twice. I got to meet him yep. backstage in the first one that was at the Memo Music Hall. That was in St Kilda, yep. and uh, that was a really good gig. He's a really nice guy, and um, I remember I first got a message from um, his manager saying, "Oh, congratulations, Lachlan! You've won a backstage um, uh, for for you and one other person um, to meet John Stevens at the Memo Music Hall in St Kilda." And um, I couldn't believe it. I rang my mum up, and she goes, "Lachlan, shut up! I'm at, I'm at work." And I go. <laughs> oh, sorry about that, but Mum goes, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" And uh, Dad comes out, going, "What's wrong?" And I go, "I just won a backstage pass to see to meet John Stevens, and yeah, that was that was amazing." And um, I saw ACDC once at the Eddie Head Stadium before it became Marvel Stadium. Yeah, seen, yeah. Um, never got to see Cold Chisel. Never got to see In Excess, but I, get, oh, I have seen um, a cover band called In Excessive with um, a guy by the name of David Graham. He fronts, he plays Hutch, and um, I've, if I could, if if you'd like to um, have my email, I can send you some f- a few good pictures of um, Lachlan at a pub. Oh, brilliant, brilliant! If, oh, with good. your with your with your permission, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um. Now, final question, uh, Gavin. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you on the Oz Pub Rock Show podcast. And um, how do our listeners get to hear you on air? Well, um, I'm on Gold 104.3 in uh, in Melbourne. Uh, I do the drive show there, so I'm on three till six during the week. Um, that's gold1043.com.au. But I also do um, a weekend show called This Week in Music, which is on. Uh, gold on a Saturday afternoon and then repeated on a Sunday morning. Uh, it's also on WSFM in Sydney and it's on nine stations around regional Victoria on the ACE network. So, uh, so yeah, this week in music is something I'm, I'm, I'm pretty proud of because that's a little, um, I guess, passion project of mine. And it's a show that celebrates um, the week's music and anniversaries and music news and stuff like that. And I can tell you, you know your music, Lachlan, so I reckon you'd, you'd dig this week in music. Mate. Thanks, mate. 
got really appreciated, at least, uh, at least I can, uh, at least, at least, uh, I'm very proud of your comment for what you said before, I'm very touched. Uh, good on you, Lachlan, mate, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me, and all the best, and hopefully here in Melbourne we'll get to, uh, you know, bump into each other at a bloody pub gig. A uh, bloody pub gig, yeah. yes, bloody pub gig. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gav. Thanks, Gav. Looking forward to changing you again soon. Cheers, mate.